0: up your boots and get ready for tm5 united your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes
1: here's your hosts abner castellanos and david donis welcome to atlanta where the players play and we rise hello everybody and welcome to tm5 united i am david donis here with abner castellanos uh we're gonna recap the game that happened this weekend do the next match preview go over some news and notes from around the league but first abner how was your easter weekend man New
0: York City Field sucks. That's what I gotta say first. Of all. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Second of all, is- yeah, it was a great, great weekend, Easter weekend. We had a good time. You know, spent, with ta- spent some time with family and you know the good old stuff. But yeah, New York City Field sucks, man. I, I can't barely stand to watch that game, man. It's just a, the view of it is terrible. The it, uh, it's it's just it's a beautiful stadium. According, according to uh, Bill and Bryce, uh, they said that it's a beautiful baseball stadium. But for soccer, nah, man. Come on now. Do, they got to do something better than that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because obviously we use football field stadiums <laughs> for a lot of soccer games. I mean, Atlanta United is 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 in one, but it's retrofitted for soccer and football. You know, it's it works better because obviously the the you know the dimensions of the field are a little bit more similar, well, a lot more similar. Baseball is just really hard because it's just completely different, and you're just like when you're watching the game. Uh, it feels like you're miles away. You got poles and wires in the way. It's just it's it's an eyesore. Um, but it is what it is. It's you know it's gonna be in the league for you know they they I think they just got approved recently this year for a, a, a new stadium. So it's gonna be a couple of years before they get a soccer specific stadium. So we're gonna have to deal with it. So it was, the whole league has to deal with it. So it is what it is. Um, but did you uh, did you so did you guys do an Easter egg hunt or did you go find the eggs yourself?
0: Oh, I found them myself, man. I I know where the golden egg is, is it's at <laughs> every year. You know, he puts a hundred dollars, and I you know I always tell the kids, if finders keepers. You put a hundred dollars. My in laws put a hundred dollars. I just always Damn. find them.
1: Jeez. <laughs> what happened to quarters? And when you get the big one, was a five dollar one. When I was a kid, I was like five bucks. And I was like, yeah.
0: Inflation happened, man. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, it's like hundred dollars, man. It's going to even give me a half a tank of gas. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, we had an Easter egg cut at my sister's place, so it was cool. There was a lot of kids. I took a nap, um, and then I caught a little bit of the Masters. Did you? Did you catch any?
0: Of course, man. I watched the whole uh, the whole Masters. i um, about twelve, and well, actually, they started back up about one o'clock. But yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was good, man. I was going for um, Rombo. You know, I, I was hoping he'd catch. Uh, Brooks, because I'm not a big fan of Brooks, and he did and he won, and I'm happy for the Spaniard.
1: Really? John Rahm? Sir, John Rahm. Yeah, I'm always kind of uh, rooting for the Americans, but I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter when it comes to golf as much. But uh, it was interesting to see uh, Mickelson and Jordan Speed kind of uh, climb up I and mean, there. I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah,
0: hey, they, were, they, they had a great match.
1: Yeah, yeah. But all right, man, let's get into it. The, the main reason we're here. So, Atlanta United, we go down to Yankee Stadium, play New York FC. We tie 1-1. Um, so, just to go over some of the big moments of the match. Obviously, there was a lot of controversy. So, the beginning of the first half, we had um, Etienne thinks he scores a goal, but it's ruled offside off of a, a shot Oof. by Almada. Um, and I, I think we got like one replay out of it, dude. It was pretty darn close, wasn't it? It was close. It was
0: definitely close, man. I, I'm surprised we only got one. Uh, I guess BAR works faster up there. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Either way, you know, I think the, the linesman called it. So if it wasn't clear and obvious, the call would have stayed anyways, even if they reviewed it. Uh, but pretty darn close. Um, then uh, we go into the second half, the scoreless. But then right in the middle of the second half, Ivada gets a red card in the se- uh, 62nd minute. on uh, going into a tackle with Sands, which is obviously a big talking point. We'll get into that. Um, and then we got uh, with 10 men, Gigi scores in the 70th minute from an Amala assist where Amala just taking a corner. They had the ball and it looks like it's rolling out for a corner, but it doesn't. And he kind of just dribbles in, gets a cross right into Gigi. And he nods at home. Uh, so that was awesome that we scored with 10 men. But in Atlanta United fashion, two minutes later, we let New York FC score score a goal in the, uh, um, in the 76th, second minute. And uh, Gigi scored in the 70th minute, by the way, um, on a goal by Pereira. Uh, he kind of dribbled into the top of the box. Left Burrata in his stone shoes and hit a ball right in the side netting. Nothing Brad Gusey could do about it. And that's how the game would finish. 1-1. So Abner, first of all, Tommy, I mean, was that a red card on for Ibata?
0: Fortunately, yes. Um, you think it's so? It's unfortunate because uh, I mean it studs up. Um, I know the guy gets underneath. Ibada had no, you know, bad intention going into that tackle. Um, it's very unfortunate. But the only the only thing I gotta be like I'm very, very mad about would be tackle like we never got another view of that one either and it seemed pretty bad and there was no card given so where's the ref being fair you know it kind of goes into you know what uh Pineda said about him protecting his players because you know he hardly complains about the refs but this time around he's he, I think he's getting fed up of not you know getting the right calls or just you know Stopping that from happening or just Making the correct call so that's that's my Point of view on it I saw the replay I saw everything it's just the Unfortunate 50-50 ball Uh, Sans kicks the ball he's Underneath you know and is trying to Just to like stop the ball and unfortunately Just makes contact with him and you Know studs up I mean you just got to be Fair you got to be consistent with That call it's just I would just wish we Would see what really happened with the Brad Because that man I was worried when that Happened
1: uh, yeah, I, I, I could have, you know, I, I would have been okay with it being a yellow card, but there's not really, with studs up, there's not much you can do about it. I mean, it could have gotten, I think, either way, yellow or a red. Uh, just because they both kind of came in at the same time. It was just a half second that Sans got there first. But again, like you said, studs up. It's going to be hard to... To not make an argument for that, and it was interesting because there was a little bit confusing because Roseto was about to come on, and they, he the ref actually gave it the red card, <laughs> so he got confused, and then he had to come back and give it to Ivana. So for your for a second, you're like, dude, who, did somebody do something on the sidelines to get a red, or what's going on? Uh, but no, but the first time, the first on the first place, they had, had given Sanz a yellow card, so they they reviewed it, and that's how they overturned it and gave Ivana the red card. So obviously that changed the complexion of the game. But you're right. There was a big, uh, uh, I think the cross came in, Guzan got to the ball, and I I forgot which NYFC player, but they hit Brad really hard um, in that same area that, you know, he had the injury. And, I mean, for a minute, dude, I I thought, I was like, dude, this is it. This is, uh, he's done. Because he was down for a long time. Did you kind of feel the same thing?
0: Yeah, man I, I started researching who was our backup uh when we we're gonna have open <laughs> tryouts um, i pulled my gloves out just to get get ready just in case <laughs> but luckily you know because it, it looked bad man he was yelling for you know the um the trainers to come on and everything yeah. so it didn't look good but really you know i was able he was able to you know walk it off i'm sure that's very sore very sore the next day but uh, you know other than that i mean i think he had a really good game nothing nothing i don't think he could do off that goal um uh, Purata, you know was playing ole while the guy was a bull and he just let him through and uh get that incredible shot off um which you know sucks that happened right so quick you know i think i barely sent out a text to you guys uh let you know like let's go like we just got to def- defend for our lives and boom they scored i was like oh well this sucks and then right. uh, of course a uh, uh, nerve-wracking ten minutes which i don't know where that came from but I thought we were back in the world cup with uh, the aggregate time, but uh, yeah, man, it was nervous, man. Big saves came down to the line at the end. Our defense came up big. Brad came up big um, to get that ball out and, you know, come home with the point, which you know obviously we won all three points, but you know, going away in the situation that we were in, you know, one point isn't really too shabby.
1: Right. Agreed. And, and yeah, thankfully Brad, Brad's okay, but he did look like he was in, uh, he was in a lot of pain. Um, so um, I'll get into, you know, uh, you know, how we, how I feel about the game. Uh, but, you know, Pineda had this to say, too. You know, he had a lot of comments and he's been saying things a lot about the refereeing. Do you think the refing is, is stacked against Atlanta or do you think it's just, you know, um, you know, some key moments that the refs are not, it's just not going Atlanta's way?
0: I mean, to be honest, I think the, uh, the pressure and the intensity that we play with, uh, kind of comes in a factor in that as well because if you see Gigi he's still making those big tackles Ibarra makes those big tackles and I just think the refs are um, already on their toes when it comes to you know, when they see us playing versus you know anybody else just because the intensity that we bring I mean you saw Gigi's tackle last week um, he, he had one this week as well.
1: Yeah, back I to just back think
0: I, yeah, back to back yellow. But I just think the intensity of our of our pressure and you know stopping the plays, oh. which Barber is, is really good at cutting down those plays as well, um, has oh. a factor. You know, you you already have in mind when you go into a match as a ref, like okay, who are, who's playing today? It's an aggressive team. Is it's not an aggressive team? So unfortunately, I think they already had that in their heads. Um, and I don't think Panetta is one guy to. Really get onto the rest I think he respects some of the rest Even in the VAR incident that they we had last time, uh, he was praising the rest for you know you know doing their job. At the end of the day, we got to respect what they do.
1: This game, do we, though, ha- do we really have to? We don't kidding. have
0: to. But <laughs> <laughs> this game, um, and then this game, he really um, came out you know just angry because I mean you got to protect your players at the end of the day. So that shows right. you know that that um, respect and that passion he has for the game and his players. You know, I thought, honestly, when uh, the ref went with the red card to the sideline, I thought he gave it to Pineda.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I was like. I was like, it could be him, it could be for somebody on the staff, uh, but it was just a mistaken identity. So just for context, so... Uh, Y'all look alike, that's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but with, you know, with, with all the... Uh, so far this season, um, Atlanta has suffered the third most fouls and has and is number 4th with most fouls committed. So it looks like any game we're in, there's going to be a lot of fouls going in both directions. <laughs> but I think the difference is that Atlanta, being a team that has a lot of skilled players, like, uh, you know, Armada, and we saw it with um, uh, with Barco, who, will you, get, you know, this guy was a, the king of getting fouls because he would just dribble a lot. You dribble enough and you're doing quick touches and you're going to hit, get hit. Um, so I think that's probably why, you know, it just the game goes that way, but I also think that there are some times where, you know, like like what that mentioned, like the one on Brad and some other ones where uh, it doesn't seem like there's consistency sometimes when there's like the same foul was called on one end, it wasn't called on the other end. Uh, right. But I don't think like overall overarching that you know they they have it out for Atlanta United or anything like that.
0: No, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's just refereeing the way it is. You know, we gotta, you gotta play through it. You know, I always blame right. the refs like you did in high school,
1: dude. They had it out for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like name out of dude. I need protection, man. <laughs> uh, but anyways, you know what's interesting um, is the way the game started. Um, Atlanta United actually had a good, a good level of possession of the ball. I think we had the better chances in the first half. Uh, we just didn't finish it. Um, so it was pretty interesting because I really thought that uh, New York was going to be more dominant and we were kind of going to be playing more like counterattack or, you know, just they were the ones that were going to be dictating the pace, but it felt like we were, um, we just couldn't, couldn't break the deadlock. And then when the funny thing is this actually crappy stadium, and uh, they actually benefited us because losing that player um, really doesn't negatively impact you like it would on a normal field because you don't have the space to exploit that missy man. And I actually think it helped us because it created more space. And I think that's why, cause you saw like when we lost, a, we scored obviously, <laughs> but we had like one or two more chances too. So like, I mean, if we would have held on and not let the goal go in so fast, we probably could have wrote it out and, you know, got the win. So I guess you know, as as much as crappy as it was, it actually kinda of helped us <laughs> out in the long run, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely in the long run. But ah oh man, I think if you know that never happened, I I definitely see us, you know, especially with scoring, you know, I see us scoring, you know, another
1: two or three maybe. With eleven men or just Oh with you know, eleven, we wouldn't right with- have eleven. Oh really? I don't know. I think it probably would have just been, you know, uh, a pretty even game and whoever just got whoever was there to finish the chances. Um, But yeah, uh, so really quick. uh, What were there any players that that stood out to you? Or were there any players that looked really bad to you? Uh, What did you make of our players on the night?
0: If you ever played against me, if you ever played with me, getting a red card is a sense of pride. So I think (laughs) Franco Ibarrá is uh, my number one guy. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, nah, man, I think, uh, I mean, I think Amala had a pretty good game. I think Gigi was good up top. Uh, Miles Robinson did well as a uh, defender. Sejik, uh, uh, I mean, he, he. it looks like he, he's getting, like, uh, unknown.
1: He had um, that one chance. Remember that one where he kind of, uh, like, uh, had a header? Uh, but I think, he...
0: honestly, my um my, um player was probably at the end, man. He was getting behind. He was making some good runs. Um, I just wish he was pull the trigger faster sometimes. Yeah. Man. It's like, sometimes he just wants to wait, wait, wait. It's like, dude, come on, man. You got to be selfish in there. Just just take a rip, man. I don't care if it goes high. I don't care. If it, just, you know, let's get a shot there so we can go ahead and get a good, um, you know, just just try and keep the defenders from guessing um, if you're going to cross it, pass it, whatever. Because, uh, But he was definitely getting in behind, especially at that short type of field. He was, uh, he was making some good runs. So I think he was definitely uh, the player of the game for me. Um, as far as, you know, seeing something different uh, week in and week out.
1: Right, yeah, I, I agree. Etienne got into a lot of really good, dangerous uh, places. Uh, I think the palm, he has sometimes, the ball sometimes gets stuck in the spokes. It kind of gets stuck behind him. And like you mentioned, he could just take the shot, but he, he hesitates or he makes the pass or it's too late by the time it happens. Um, but I like that he gets in those dangerous spots. So that's good. And I agree with you, obviously, Armando de Jesus, right? Gigi, the the goal scorer, and I really do like the the, the amount of pressure that Gigi does. Uh, he's really running up there and making the the life of the defenders for New York not easy. So that that plays dividends. Um, and then Purata, you know, he he obviously you know he's the one that followed the goal, uh, but that's the nature of soccer. You know, a goal comes from a defensive. Error theoretically, unless you just hit like a crazy beautiful shot. So it's gonna happen. Other than the goal, he had a pretty good game. Um but what what do you make of Arrujo, dude? Um, this is a game where I i think he could have stepped up and it's just not a whole lot that I'm seeing from him.
0: Wait, we weren't down ten players to start off the game?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I <didn't> like <laughs>
0: man, I don't know, man. It's uh it's frustrating, right? You know, he's our deep He's one of our he's number 10. We know that, you know, I know people say it's just a number, but we would know what that number entitles to. Uh, man, he's just I am just hoping like he gets on the rhythm, but it just, you know, sometimes when he gets a foul, he just walks away like he's going to get the foul and I, I, I don't know, man. He just uh he just disappeared for me. I'm not a I'm hoping Goodman gets back and I'm hoping he starts Etienne and Wiley on the wings and sits i mean i know that's probably not a popular i doubt it i doubt it too i know it's not popular i know you know you got to give you guys a chance and he's your dp blah 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 but sometimes you got a lot of fire under these guys be like look you're not performing to your standards so why am i going to keep you out there
1: right agreed so let me just go through uh the, some of the match stats and then we'll move on to the the match preview for this coming up weekend so possession, 51% um, to 49% in favor of New York City. So for us being down 10 men, uh, that's really good. Uh, New York expected goals was 1.08. Ours was 1.89. Um, I think that shows because we had a good couple of chances. And there was that one where uh, we were in on goal, Brooks Lennon, and um, he had that pass that he could have made to TG, but it was just behind him. That one should have been in the back of the net for sure. Um, total shots, 14 in New York, 9 to us. Um, we had three big chances to New York, 0. 406 passes for New York City, complete to our 380 So pretty close for, again, us being down 10 men for, um, you know, what, 20 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fouls, 17, New York committed. We committed 11. Um, um, and then, you know, there's shots on target, 4 for New York for us so pretty even game and even when we previewed this last week it's always uh, our games our record between each other's are, are pretty close and uh, I think you know like you mentioned I'm happy with the point take it a run um, and then you don't have to see that crappy stadium again this year unless we have to play them in the playoffs and they have the you know the whole hey, field advantage <laughs> <laughs> alright oh. you got anything else to add before we move on
0: Um, No, I mean, other than, um, uh, so who, I know I said, uh, Etienne, who do you think uh, was a standout for you?
1: Uh, I think, uh, you know, I I would still give it to Almada and I'll give it to Etienne because he just assisted on the goal. And it's just, dude, everything just runs to Almada. Like everything that leads to a goal or opportunities, 90% of it starts from Almada. So he's the engine that makes the whole team run. But I think Etienne, he's, he's had some really good games too it's going to be hard for uh Pineda to make his decision which we're going to uh talk about the lineup changes in the match preview um so let me go ahead and get into that so we get to see our good old friends from Canada um also known as America's Hat uh Toronto FC they come into it with in ninth place with eight points um and then we with with that draw we're in third place with 14 points so we got to Six-point different. This will be at BMO Field, as mentioned in Canada. Game starts at a 7.30. Um, and, you know, we faced them early this year. They took a point from us at the bands, uh, parking the bus. Um, and our overall records. TFC's got five wins, five draws, and we've got four wins. So it's pretty close record. It'd be nice if we get the win there and even up the whole series. Um in Toronto, they just tied 0-0 in, in Nashville, so it, it seems like they do pretty well drawing away, but I don't know. like They're going to be at home. Uh, I think that means they can't really be parking the bus as much as they did in the bends. so I think that bodes well for us. What do you think?
0: Um, Yeah, definitely. I just hope um, with our midfield, uh, we can actually take control of the midfield this time around. I know last time, as much as I hate to say his, this guy's name um what is it what, what is it Harry Potter uh don't mention his name I forget what <laughs> it, whatever they say uh but yeah Michael Bradley I mean he played well last time I just hope um we're able to control that um Insigne might be back I know he's got a leg injury they're saying in a few days I don't know if he starts or comes off the bench or even makes the the, the, um, the team uh, for that day uh but we know where the danger is coming from is Bernadeski. um you know he's a you know, great player, agility. You know, shoot from anywhere. You know, can't come uh, can come at you like he did in the first game, and you know, score a goal. Um, I hope we can, can get that locked down. We can get our three points back and bring it home. Um, definitely a couple. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be missing obviously Ibarra because of the red card. Um, so you know, Rosetto comes in, Sosa and Amada, or you still go with sedic and. Uh,
1: Seto and
0: uh, I mean obviously Amada is going to start
1: Uh Yeah And like you mentioned Has Sydney played At all this season? Um, he's, he, still, he's been, or has I, know he been he's, I know he
0: got all hurt Last time um, But his expected return It says a few days Uh So he's looks like he's Played one match In 2023 mm. I think that was The first one
1: Wow. But yeah, but you, you know, I think Toronto, as far as an underperform, so I think they may be a sleeping giant as well. So that's something to watch out for. I even mean, mentioned they have Bernard Deshi, who scored on us last time. Uh, they have Jonathan Osorio, Mark Anthony Kay. Um, they have Sean Johnson, who's a great keeper. Obviously, he plays for the national team. And then, as always, you got Michael Bradley. So they have all those players. And then, if is in the bunch too, I mean, that's on paper, it's a good team. Um, yeah, I think he played the first game. Okay, and then I oh, got gotcha. you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think they have they have a lot of players to watch out for. Um, but like what you mentioned, yeah, I, you know, Gutman was on. He was in the 18 for this uh, the game against New York, but he didn't get any minutes. I don't know if maybe the red card might have changed that. that maybe oh, I Beneta, think so. Yeah, you thought maybe Panetta was probably going to pull him in, but probably decided to hold back. So it'll be interesting to see if Gutman's ready to go, 90-minute minute match ready. I would want him to start. But I honestly think we will go back to how we were running it before, where you have Gutman in the back and you put Wiley uh, in that winger role where Etienne has been. And then probably bring Etienne off the bench if needed. Um, and I think Roseto is going to come in for Sadich. Um, and then Sosa will be playing the spot of Ivada. Because we saw what happened when you had um, Sosa and Sadich together in that Columbus game, it was not a good, it was not a good duo. So I think Roseto and Sosa provide a better balance than either, you know, Roseto and Sadic or Sadic and Sosa. I agree. Definitely. It's going to be a definitely, hopefully a better balance in that midfield
0: uh, to control. Um, it's definitely going to be a different game. I mean, it is in Toronto. It's going to be cold. Um, but I, I think if Atlanta United just continues to play how we play, um, I think it's definitely a, a winnable game for us uh, to come back home and, you know, get more, get the points that they stole from us. Because uh, you remember that game, they, they parked like three
1: buses, so we couldn't even get yeah. through. Okay. No <laughs> So with that being said, what is your prediction, Nikito? You uh, prediction? Uh, let's go with three uh, one. Us? Yeah. Wait, have you ever made a prediction where we lose? <laughs> no, i am never. Were you gonna ever, really, will you nah. ever make a prediction?
0: <laughs> we can play. We can play uh, Manchester United, and we're still winning three <laughs> zero. All
1: right, three one. I got that's it. actually possible
0: because United sucks.
1: Oh, at least not um, Manchester. Yeah, let's go Arsenal. Uh but yeah I have it uh... da, 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 da. <laughs> Saliva <laughs> I think I everybody have... wants
0: Arsenal to win no, yeah. well,
1: fan wants not Arsenal not Man to City win. not Man City and probably Tottenham but um yeah I have it I have uh, I think I I see us winning 1-0 um I could easily see it being uh 1-1 as well um so uh you know I think that's that's where mine at where I'm at. What either one zero us or one one draw.
0: Money at. What's the money at? What's the gut tell you?
1: What? Between me and you?
0: Oh, you gotta say the score. What's if you had to be like, hey, you gotta make oh, a- I
1: don't, I, don't, I don't like
0: these one zero one one zero zero three three calls. I I wanna I'll know for one. sure. What I'll does David one. think?
1: I'll go one nil.
0: One nil, okay. I liked it.
1: Scores. Right.
0: <laughs> Put extra scores. money on that. Who scores?
1: Hmm. Who scores uh, Machopcho. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say,
1: I'm gonna say, uh, Gigi's gonna keep it rolling.
0: Gigi, I like that.
1: What do you say? think? At the end, at the end, all right, it'd be nice. Yeah, all right, Mijo. Anything else on that before we transition?
0: Ah, man, let's transition to what's coming up next.
1: Well, I already know you're transitioning, but. Uh, let's, let's talk about some, uh, news and notes from around the league, some results. Um, so, uh, I can don't know. I if say you... it? Can I say it? Say what? Go ahead.
0: St. Louis is in the two game losing
1: streak. Yeah, that is up there. St. Louis gets humbled three <laughs> nil by the Seattle Sounders in Seattle. So mm. Seattle getting back, you know, to what they do best and St. Louis getting a taste of what MLS is all about. So We'll have to see how they bounce back Uh, for the first time having some adversity after flying sky high. Um, But now uh, we have, um, there are only two undefeated teams left in the league. That is Cincinnati FC and LAFC. LAFC is just looking unstoppable. That's pretty crazy. Um, And then we only have two, we have two teams without a win. That's LA Galaxy and Sporting Kansas City. Uh, so they are both having a rough go of it. Um, I don't know if you caught uh, the highlights of the LA Galaxy game, but yeah, two red cards. Uh, one player got a red card because during a VAR decision, he got too close to the ref. <laughs> touched, touched him, and that was his second yellow. And then so Diego, it? <laughs> yeah, and then Diego Costa at the very end of the game. Uh, completely lost it, just frustrated. He he was like trying to get the a uh, uh, a ball for a throw, and the player was kind of holding it, and he pretty much just tosses him down MMA style. Um, and then like people get together, there's pushing, and then he kicks the ball into the stands. <laughs> um, so now you got uh, yeah, two, yeah. you got two players with red cards, and then you get to guess what is coming up this next weekend? El Tráfico against trafico. LA, LAFC. Um it's gonna be at the uh dignity sports uh, where uh stadium where galaxy plays. Uh but that's the LA tough. LAC wins five zero. Tough. five zero five zero. You know, I under normal circumstances with everything being constant, I would go with that. But I just think for some reason LA Galaxy like they, they go get up for the game, just like when the US plays Mexico. Like no matter what's going on, the US is like, oh we're gonna get up for this game. That's because so, you
0: have cousins that are diehard Galaxy fans. <laughs> That's the only reason you're saying that. You want to be invited to the Kanye's sala when you go to California? Yeah, exactly.
1: And visit them. Exactly. <laughs> but, that'll, but that'll be a fun game to watch because it's always it's just so much animosity. So I, I think. Mean, it's it's, a, I think it's it's the biggest rivalry in MLS, right? Yeah, there you go. You yep. say, yeah, I know the you know Portland and Seattle is, is a really good one too. Um, but hey, there's just cup. when you're in the yeah when you're in the same city and your your fans are like divided up, it's just adds another layer and uh you know it's just every every i've been to one game there and that uh during the tropical and the tension is just so freaking high man you can feel like it's gonna it could be set off at any moment um but really quick abner i don't know if you saw this but um during the san jose and new york Red uh match the Game was stopped for 17 whole minutes during the game. I don't know if you saw the end of the game, but it was showing um, 21 plus added minutes in, uh, to end the second half. Uh, there was a you know there was a foul that occurred. Uh, I believe it was around the 52nd minute. It was a it was a bad foul, um, but the player you know he had suds up, but he kind of pulled out of it uh, pulled out of it at the last second to save him from getting a red card. Um, but that's what uh, that's what kind of sparked the teams coming together. And then, um, uh, there's a, there's a moment where Ebubasee, and then I think his name is Van Zier from New York Red Bulls, they're arguing, and you can't really see what's being said from the New York Red Bulls player, but then all of a sudden you just see Ebubasee freaking get set off, and you see him and a couple of other black teammate players on San Jose kind of, like, all charging at him, and then there's just a melee, and people are, like, pulling each other apart, and allegedly... What Abobisi is saying in some of the San Jose earthquakes is that there was a racial slur that was used by the New York Red Bulls player. Um, MLS has come out, made a statement that obviously they don't accept that kind of behavior. If that's what happened, they're investigating. Same thing with the Red Bulls, same thing from the San Jose earthquakes. So the reason why it was stopped for so long is because they had to figure out, they were trying to figure out from all the, you know, the camera angles, the audio to see if they could figure out something. I don't think they were able to. And I don't think the investigation is going to be able to find anything, but uh, either way, a pretty crazy series of events. Uh, wh- what do you make of it?
0: I mean, you know, as a former player, um, you know, even you know, playing with your friends, oh. you, you talk trash, right? It's it's part of the game. It's part of uh, you know who we are. Uh, but at the same time, there's there's a code of respect that you you don't cross certain lines. And I don't think uh, you, you know, I don't think you, there's any room for that, especially in the MLS or any sport in general. Um, But, you know, it is kind of hard to go by. He said, he he said, he said, or, you know, she said, he said, well, however you want to define that, Um, it's going to be hard for them to describe that, you know, but um, I'm hoping it's not true. But at the same time, if it is, I, I hope they they're able to find out. If not, you know, I just hope, you know, the lessons learned and. You know that he understands that it's gonna have an impact you know when it comes to a couple of games that he comes by um you know when he faces other 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 types of players with the um you know especially if they know that that's what he says, they're gonna uh, they're gonna be a couple hard tackles coming his way for sure
1: right um, and yeah same thing you know uh you'd never want to see it in then in your in, the, in our game that we love especially in sports in general um you know it'll be interesting to see if they're able to you know find out if he actually did say it What you know if they're gonna have like a 10 game match ban or if it's a fine or whatever it may be uh but yeah if not you know if you're not able to prove it i I doubt you know they're gonna be able to i think it's just gonna go on and uh the next time the earthquakes and red bulls meet i think it's gonna have an extra um extra bite to it uh but also there's something interesting that uh, Nigel Rio Coker had said um, on the MLS wrap up show that it's it's different when you get racial remarks from the fans because you kind of expect it. And especially in Europe, specifically Italy, like you see that a lot, right? The fans are saying racist stuff or they do something stupid like throw a banana on the field, like that kind of stuff. But when you get it from another like player on the pitch, somebody that you're sharing the game with, it's kind of a different level because... You know, it's kind of just, it, hit, it hits you a little bit more than if it was a stupid fan that did it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, there's just no room for it. You know, no matter how bad a tackle is and stuff like that, there's just no room for that at all. So it's unfortunate to see it. Um, You know, it's not one of the issues that you want to be talking about, but it is an issue um that happens. So, you know, we do have to kind of explore those, you know, especially, you know, if it were to happen here at the our club you know it's definitely would be a, a a big topic you know so i hope the mls and um both teams do their due diligence in the um in, in the uh investigation and you know, figure it out i mean i, I don't think a 10 game session would would be suffice i think you know take them out for a whole year yeah you know, i don't know you know it could get pretty uh, at the stake <laughs> it could get pretty uh pretty intense uh with the um uh, with the um, suspensions
1: and stuff like that that they do come up with. Right, right. All right, man, switching gears. So just a few more things here. So we've got the second legs of Cola Champions League. So as I mentioned, LAFC is flying high in the domestic league, but also in Champions League. They uh, go to play in the second leg against Vancouver in LA, but they had already won the first leg like, 3-0. So that one's pretty much, you know, dusted and over with. And then we got Philadelphia going to uh, Mexico to play Atlas in the second leg. They won the first leg barely 1-0. Um, so it's going to be really tough for them to get a result in Mexico, especially because, um, you know, you, well, you still got the away rule goal, So they're able what to is get it? One, the away goals, the away rule goals, they're still using it.
0: Oh wow! Uh, I thought I thought everybody went
1: away with that. Huh? that I thought so too, but yeah. So you know, Philly could get one that makes you know that adds a that makes it more uh, mm. likely that they could get a result out of there. Um, but I highly doubt it because you know how MLS clubs do when we go to Mexico. Um, so I mean, we're looking at probably only having LAFC in the last four teams. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they can, you know, they they went to the final one one year. Um, I don't know if I really would be rooting for them to, to win it or or not. Nah, they've had too much success I was,
0: recently. <laughs> I was about to ask you that, uh, you know, because a lot of people, um, you know, it's like, uh, well, I mean, it's, I guess, mainly for football, but like it's all their SEC team. So I'm going to cheer for them. It's like, what? No. Like, I know they're an MLS team, but. It's not my MLS team, so I could care less. I hope they get knocked out. You know,
1: really, but it was. <laughs> but wait. So you does that go for every any MLS team or just LAFC? And, no, any. Uh, I think any.
0: I think any MLS team. To be honest, um, I think the only time that I was kind of like eh, I kind of hope they do well was Seattle when you know they won the Concacaf and where I was able to go play for the um, FIFA World Club Cup. That was pretty cool, but.
1: You know? Yeah, that is cool. Obviously,
0: because uh, want... that at that stage it represents the whole MLS in the world, so that's kind of like different.
1: Right. Yeah, and then well, that's why I want it too for MLS because then it gets us more exposure. Um, obviously, I would want it to be Atlanta United, but it is what it is. And I usually go for um, every MLS team except probably uh, Orlando City. Uh, but in this case, I don't know if, if LAFC is in the oh, final. England, I no. think they, they've been the supporter shield. They won a the must cup. I can't have them winning Champions League. So, uh, <laughs> um, and then, uh, so we had, uh, I guess, the, I guess they're doing, they're matching up the games that like the first team's playing with the second team. Because NY, NYFC 2 and Atlanta United 2 also face off. And unfortunately, uh, uh, NYFC 2 won that game 2-0. So not a good start for the, the second team. Mm. Um, also we've got we found out who our open cup opponent is going to be so that's going to be April 26 against Memphis 9-1 going to be uh, there right uh, I don't know, man. I might be going out. Of, uh, I have some family oh. coming to town. I know you are because you already got tickets <laughs> at the, day, when the day it was announced.
0: Hey, man, I'm there, man. I'm gonna be there. I'm actually doing the national anthem that day.
1: Hell, yeah, oh, great, man. It's gonna be you're gonna you're gonna be one of those people that forget the lyrics. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna pretend my mic breaks and everybody just sings with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the game is at uh, Kansas State, uh, seven thirty. Uh, so we'll get a chance Probably We'll probably have a mixed squad of Probably 50-50 between starters And um, the second players Or players that you know are on the bench More, more of the time uh, So that'll be the fun one um, Then last thing that just popped up The other day is this uh, Cities have been announced for the Gold Cup Coming in the summer <laughs> So unfortunately No Atlanta um, Why? I, why
0: can't we get one? I don't understand Because we don't
1: have grass That's what it yeah. is that's true. The grass, um, but it is gonna be in Charlotte. So except for my lawn, I know. <laughs> uh, and I wish we would do what Arizona does, dude, and just get I know. that'd be awesome. Just the grass, the grass, come in and take the turf, put it over the turf. Um, but Charlotte good is thing from Arizona. Yeah, Charlotte is gonna have a game, so that's gonna be the closest one in proximity. Hopefully, it's somebody that we want to see play, like uh, the U.S. or Guatemala. I know, me and you. We saw Guatemala play there um, a few years back. Uh, they lost 1 0 to Cuba, but. And we did get a great
0: picture out of it, so that's awesome. Yeah, all we that did get a great
1: picture. Hey, man, Cuba had some players' effect to too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 but but yeah so it, it's good you know it's, it's 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 nice that we at least have an option hopefully it's somebody good they usually have double headers so there's got to be a, a good chance that a team we want to see will be playing there um but Are yeah I'm definitely gonna, going? i gotta see who's playing first
0: i mean what the playing there well yeah water the u.s i'm down for sure oh yeah i'm definitely i think if, if it's either or i'm definitely going i think i might even go if it's in dallas dallas you know i got some, some points in my uh delta tickets or something like that or a cousin or uncle that works for delta that can probably fly me out there oh. for cheap i don't know yeah <laughs> now nah, Dallas would be cool though like i've been there before obviously you know uh now nah, definitely i hope it is charlotte because that's uh that's pretty easy and we have connections up there that can because i'm pretty sure that uh charlotte fans would get first dibs and tickets uh so.
1: Yeah, probably. And I mean, if Mexico's playing there, there's not going to be any tickets left. Right. in um, the Gold Cup final will be at SoFi Stadium. For mm. now. <laughs> now. All right, mijo. Anything else Bye. you want to add before we take off?
0: Nah, man. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Toronto. Let's go to Canada. Let's cross those borders and get me some points and bring it back, you know. And, uh, you know, let's go. Let's get rowdy. Let's get proud. Let's get ready to roll. I'm a fortunate game, but, hey, keep your heads up. We got a point out of it. Let's go get more points.
1: Let's do it. Um, We owe it to Michael Bradley, right? (laughs) Because we we need to act. We can actually get the three points that we need. (laughs) Right. Yeah, man. Let's go ATL. Look forward to the game this weekend. As always, Abner, see you later and peace, everybody. See y'all. Adios. Buenas noches. ATL.